windows, lock your doors, keep your loved ones near, time is running out, it's here for Hi, this is Donovan, and we're here for fear. And I'm Rick. And this is the podcast where we talk about scary movies or movies trying to be scary. Today we are going to be talking about uh, 2015's The Final Girls. Uh, this is uh, starring uh, Thaisa Farmiga, um, uh, Malin uh, Ackerman, uh, Adam Devine, and uh, Thomas uh, Middleditch. Uh, before we jump into this, um, let's do a quick synopsis. Uh, Max, who is played by uh, Thaisa Farmiga and her friends, reluctantly attend a tribute screening of an 80s slasher film that starred uh, Max's late mother. They are accidentally sucked into the movie screen. They soon realize they are trapped inside this 80s slasher and must team up with the fictional and ill-fated Camp Bloodbaths counselors which includes Max Mom, to battle the film's machete-wielding mask killer. So you hadn't seen this before, right? Nope. I had seen this a few times. And I've re- seen this movie a few times. Yeah. This is probably my third time. I saw okay. it a few years back with Andrea. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, um, someone had told me about it. I, I think I, uh, I think I rented it or streamed it and I really liked it. And then I think uh, I bought it not that long ago on Blu-ray um, and then watched it again recently. And I actually really liked this movie. Um, you had never seen it. What did you think? This is one of those movies where you need to recut this movie and then you got a good movie here. There's a lot of like cool ideas in this film. There's a lot of scenes I wish just were like either cut down or cut out entirely. And just like in our last week's episode where I'm talking about, you know, the movie just being efficient or not having scenes where they're banging you in the head with, hey, this is the relationship between these two characters. Um, Forgot my point. Uh, okay, so besides that part, like when the movie's trying to be fun, it's good. When the movie's just trying to like, hey, the mom and the the daughter love each other. Let's spend three minutes so you definitely know that. So the rest of the movie works. That's where I'm like, yeah, uh, do we really need to spend time on this? Doing it in the most cliche way possible. I don't want to spend my time for you to check check a box essentially, just so the movie uh, has some semblance of inner working, so the rest of it does work and function. Um, I, the fact that Thomas Middleditch is spoilers for these movies. There's always going to be spoilers in these in these discussions. Yeah, the fact that Thomas Middleditch dies like 30 minutes in is a travesty. I quote unquote dies right. Yeah, but he makes every scene better. The fact, <laughs> he really does. He's fact, awesome. The fact that he's like out of the movie for like a full hour it sucks because then you've got these other people who do an okay job, but they're not Thomas Middleditch. You know, only a few of these actors pull their weight that and make every scene as good as when Thomas Middleditch is in the film. So yeah, do I like this movie? Yeah, I like most of it. Do I like the entire film? 
No. Yeah, I think all these characters and all the actors are actually really good. I think they play all their roles very well in this. Um, Adam Devine kills it. Thomas yeah. Middleditch kills it. And the the woman who plays Tina, I don't know her name, she kills it. Basically, all the like counselors besides um, the one who plays the mom is, is really, really good. Uh, I like the mom. Um, Aaliyah Shockett's really good. Like Most of the cast is doing a pretty good job. And if they're not doing a good job, they're just doing okay. You know, it's serviceable, but yeah, you know, like Thomas Middleditch is at this point in 2015, he's already been a, an established name because of um, Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley yeah. People know he's funny <laughs> and he, he, like he kills it as Duncan in this movie. And it's like, you know, it's you Jesse Pinkman, this character, he's better in every single scene. Your movie would be better with him in it. And it's just a shame. I feel like this movie would be like 20% better if he was in every single scene. Yeah. I, but I he's not. I, or I just, Adam Devine. Like some combination yeah. of Adam Devine and Thomas Middleditch would have made this movie like, if it's at a 60% for me, it would be like 80% just with yeah. those two actors in, in every scene. No, nah, they, um, they are both really good in this. Um, let's Before we jump into it, uh, uh, Thaisa Farmiga, she's the younger sister of uh, Vera. You know, uh, she's been in a ton of stuff, but since we're a horror, por- uh, horror podcast, a Bates Motel, a Conjuring series, uh, Annabelle Comes Home. I like her. Yeah, uh, it's funny. If I'm thinking of the right person, I'm thinking mostly of Up in the Air with George Clooney. That's her, right? Vera Farmiga? Uh, probably. Um, like, like, she's I, honestly, really I, never, I never saw the movie, so I'm sorry. Uh, but her but her younger sister is, I would say, the star of this. Uh, she's been in uh, American Horror Story, The Nun. Um, you know, she's that uh, she, you know, who she reminds me of is, is a, uh, general Jennifer Love Hewitt from the nineties. That's what she reminds me uh, of here. I like her. Um, uh, uh, Malin, is it, I think it's Malin Ackerman. I've seen her in other stuff. I can't think of, uh, I liked her in this. I thought she was really good. Adam and divine. We, we know, I mean, he's been workaholics, pitch perfect, but ton of stuff. And, and of course, we mentioned uh, Thomas Middleditch. I like all the characters in this. I think they're all really good. I, I would say the one that I I kind of thought was a miscasting was the boyfriend. Is that Chris? Is that his character? He's, I don't he's know. too handsome for for this role. I, I don't see the, too, see the thing too, is, too jockey for me. I don't know. The, I, the movie is trying to be like, hey, we know how horror movies work. Um, let's subvert that, and then you just kind of fill in some of the roles with yeah okay so this guy is just a cliche jock character with the crush on the main girl and let's just you know hire the most handsome classically good looking guy in that role um i i don't know why that bothers me so much hopefully by the end of this podcast i will have reconciled that issue but you know he's just okay like he doesn't do anything exciting in in this movie he's just kind of like you know the the stick in the mud with the with the crush who's kind of the um like the foil to every stupid character in this movie or every character that's just kind of you know going with the flow when they shouldn't like duncan um i don't know like he's okay nina dobrev is okay uh taisa for me as max is okay taisa taisa yeah you know um ackerman is okay like Outside of like, they're just okay. Like they're, and it's not their fault. I think a lot of these characters are boring. Max is whatever. Uh, Nancy slash Amanda Cartwright, who Ackerman is playing, is 
whatever. Uh, Armanda Cartwright is the more interesting character. Wait, is it Nancy that's the character in the film, or is it Armanda? I think Nancy is the is the character in the film, okay. and Amanda would be the mother. You know, Nancy's so. the more interesting character. Surprisingly, you know, like yeah, if if they just played into the, like the tropes and we spent more time with it. Like the movie is doing a lot of cool stuff. Like one of my favorite scenes in this movie is where they're trying to run away, but they keep looping back. Yeah. That's and it's great. like, that's a really cool camera trick where they've got it, you know, going in a circle yeah. and it's just repeating and it's, you know, having a camera go in a circle, essentially like, you know, something you can't escape is, you know, a line of a circle because it just folds back in, in on itself. Like that's a yeah. great trick. That's awesome. I wish it had more stuff like that. I agree. You know, that's the one thing I kind of wish they had more of. The, my only gripe, because I do really like this movie, is my only gripe is 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 this uh, Max and her mother and these these constant scenes with them, and um, you know they they kind of tug on your tears, you know, kind of tug on your emotions a little bit. That's okay once or twice, but they did it, gosh, five or six times, and and I get it already, you know. Yeah, mother, you know, we know. I mean, we could just jump right into it. We know, you know, her mother dies early in the film. So, you know, I, I get that. I, you know, but there's so much of that that I would have rather have replaced it with some of the other, you know, cliche and, you know, trope, tropish type stuff, you know, that we could have seen in this. So if the final girls came out in 2015. I forget when Cabin in the Woods came out, you know, a few years prior at least. And that's a movie that's all about. This is how a horror movie works. Let's have fun with it. And let's break it down and see, you know, look how ridiculous it is and how much fun it can be. Yeah. Because Cabin in the Woods functions as a horror movie as much as it does a deconstruction of the horror movie. Yep. Before that, you have Scream doing the exact same thing, except that's more satire than it is parody, you know. Um, so we've already have two excellent examples of, you know, movies trying to do what the final girls is doing. If the final girls wanted to spend more time like it has an amazing setup I, I i do love the premise yeah where you know you get a as stupid as it is how they got there <laughs> yeah um yeah. as a, like going into the horror movie a movie horror movie they're familiar with you know like let's say you hopped into a nightmare on elm street oh yeah or the movie that this movie is directly taken inspiration from would be friday like, friday the 13th right or maybe your sleepaway camp right um not so yeah i mean you sure a little bit of sleepaway camp but this is this is mainly a it's supposed to be a ripoff of Friday the 13th. That, right. That's really what this with Jason, not not with Mrs. Voorhees. Sure. So this is this is from, you know, this is part three on. Um, you so know. imagine that you're in there. How do you survive? How do you get out? You know, you know, we're established the rules of this place. They can't die. And then, you know, the movie isn't clear on whether or not the phone is the dry cause. I kind of thought it was because now the phone is introducing a screen. Which is like, okay, now, you know, because of that screen, now he's part of the screen. So Duncan is part of the movie. It's not like clear. Like, so maybe the rules were always either fluid or not well established early on. And maybe they were always able to die. But, um, you know, um, it's, it's, you know, they, they couldn't die now they can. How do you survive? You know, uh, we've all thought yeah. about it. Like, if I was in this horror movie, I'd wouldn't split up i would have a bunch of guns or weapons from somewhere and i know exactly how to use them and i would set traps all this stuff um so this movie is working on an idea that a lot of people toyed with and whether they're getting high or drunk or just on a you know having a general meal and like okay i watched this wouldn't it be fun if you know this this is a great what if movie um but it's like not spending enough time doing that 
because of all those like mother and daughter scenes yeah. or the the potential boyfriend potential girlfriend scenes between Max and uh, Chris. You know, like yeah, I just don't care. Um, and the movie's doing a really bad job of making me care. And it's it's one thing to have fun with the cliches, and it's one thing to um, use those cliches in your own storytelling. It's another thing to make fun of those cliches and then fall into the trap of those cliches while not doing anything interesting with it. And that's exactly what this movie's doing with both Chris and Max and Max and the mom slash uh, Nancy. I just don't care. And if you're not making me care, then why have so many of these scenes in the movie in the first place? Yeah. Um, I think this is a movie or the movie might not even been aware of these issues until maybe it was too late. So, you know, they couldn't fix it. So they just kept it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it like, great idea. It's a, I mean, I, I think it's a, just a phenomenal idea. I love it. Cause yeah, I've seen so many horror movies, slasher movies and yeah, I would do this or do that. And, you know, um, so I, th- I think the fact that they're, that they're, uh, they're playing on that is really cool. A few, two or three less scenes of the mom and the daughter and the boy, you know, Chris and Max uh, and, and more of the other stuff. I think, yeah, I think, like I said, I still really like it. I think less of that, you probably would have liked it a lot more. For me, again, there's a good movie in this movie. Um, what always like the reason I'm mad right now and upset is because of that fact. There's a good movie here. It's just mired by these issues. Um, uh, one thing that always bothers me in movies with great ideas, and this is a movie with a great idea, is that uh, they're not exploiting all the clever stuff they could have with the setup. And there's hints of them obviously playing with the setup in a fun way. Them trying to escape is really great. The opening scene with the movie resetting every 92 minutes is great. That's awesome. I Them love seeing it. the credits is great or the title cards is great. The narration, the the fade to black where it's kind of like like um like pulls of like this knifey liquid coming down, transitioning to the black and white footage. Yeah. There's a lot, there's plenty of good ideas here, but there is, there is. There needs to be more. And if they just spent more time on it, let the movie cook. I think it would have been better if there was more hard decisions. Let's cut this or they just spent more time on these scenes because these scenes do feel that almost insincere to me. Like, is there again, they're checking off the box. This is their relationship, um, but they're too long and they're too numerous for it to be. Yeah. To, you know, re- rewatching it, rewatching it today. Um, yeah, I, I agree. There are just just too many of them. And they went on a little long. We, we look, we, we've already established their relationship, you know, um, you know, obviously Max misses her mom, um, you know, because she's now dead. Um, but we get all of that, uh, you know, two or three of them are fine, not five or six of them. And, you know, um, and yeah, it would have been cool just to explore other, you know, other stuff that we have seen in other movies they could have made fun of because they made fun of a lot of stuff and it was really cool and effective, but I wish they would have done. Yeah. A little bit more. Some of it's like surface level though, like, Oh, bad writing over the top acting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Terrible cheesy lines. And- yeah. And I wish, you know, I wish they pushed in on that. There's only so much of that there, or they better establish like the rules of the, the, this universe they're in, in the movie, because at the start it's like 92 minutes and then it resets. But obviously, 92 minutes is happening a lot. So, but they're not resetting every 92 minutes. So, what's happening in that time is a different from their perspective, and it's still resetting every quote unquote 92 minutes. But it feels different because now they're quote unquote part of the movie. So they're seeing the the scenes where there are no scenes. If you know what I'm saying, um, 
you know, there's like, they could have, see a movie like this, you have to introduce the rules. You have to stick to them. And if you quote unquote break them, you have to have a very, uh, you need that framework in order to make that breaking then make sense when you like re- reveal like, oh yeah, but there's this other rule that we just haven't explored too much about yet. Other shows do, a, or, and, and, and movies do a better job with this cabin in the woods being an excellent example. Um, and you know, I want the movie to have fun. And when the movie's doing, when the movie's doing that, I am actually enjoying it. There's just not enough of that. Yeah. And you know me, I like stuff being clever and smart. And when, when you've got that idea, that little nugget, I want you to mine every avenue of it. And this movie gets close to that. And the only reason I'm like mad is because it doesn't mine everything it could. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I would say that, you know, let's just like hop to the end of our podcast, you know, and let's just <laughs> say that would I recommend this movie? I guess, <laughs> I guess dot, dot, dot. Um, I, I, well, I we, think, I think if you're like more like my dad, you would enjoy this where you, you're, you're kind of more okay with like the surface level stuff. Um, if you, if you, if you like more clever stuff like me and you, you just want, uh, you know, um, really smart writing and all that stuff, it's, it's here. There's just not enough of it. And, you know, they could have done more. Um, so do I like this movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean they do they do some clever stuff in this. I really like they they I like when when the um when there's like a flashback and it says like, you know, whatever 1957 and and then and then later on in the film you see it, you know, and they're stepping over the the wording, you know. Stuff like that is cool. And I I, I think that's what you're referring to. You just but wish see they would. For that for me that's cute, but it's not like super clever. They could have done some like additional stuff. You know, Edgar Wright comes up a lot. You know, the fact that he foreshadows the entire entirety of Shaun of the Dead in like one little monologue that's not even supposed to be like foreshadowing. That's really clever and smart and all that stuff. And I would like that here, but it's not. You know, I can't always assume every filmmaker is going to be like Edgar Wright, though. It's not fair to but anybody. There's, no, like we um, said in the last episode, that's just, there's not, how, what, how many other Edgar Wrights are there, Quentin Tarantino's out there? There's, you know, James Wan. There's that's not. What it, that's what I want. And it's, it's yeah, unfair but I to mean, compare every filmmaker to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, is, it isn't fair. And, so, uh, I, you know, I just want, like, take your own job, for example. You want to do a good job. I see movies. I want them to do a good job. And this was like. B work. I'm not going to be pissed off too much about it, but yeah. I know there's a work here. And if they just spent more time on it, then it could have got there. And, yeah. you know, and the thing is, is films are forever. You make a film, it's out there. You can't change um, as much as certain directors might want that to happen. Um, so, you know, like why not put in the work, mine your freaking brain as much as it's worth, put it on paper then put it on screen go through all the collaborative effort. There's a lot going on there, you know, you know, and, and, the, and those 90 minutes would exist and they'd be the, yeah. the best they could be. But it, you know, it could be simple, you know, it could be as simple as, as budget. I mean, you know, I, I think a lot of stuff comes into play when, when you don't have a big budget, this movie, I think was straight to, I think this was straight to like DVD or Blu-ray. I could have so, swore this one like directly to Netflix or something. I don't yeah, I don't know if it was. No, I don't think it was straight to Netflix, but I think it was straight to DVD. It had a limited theatrical run, which, you know, that doesn't mean much. And then it went through video on demand by stage six films and vertical entertainments. I first remember hearing about this movie for Netflix, but it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it was partnership with Netflix. I don't think it was. I don't think it was, Um, you know. But I don't know. I don't know what the budget was. But, you know, sometimes, you know, we sit here and we 
we talk about stuff and we say we wish they did this or that and and yeah, it sounds great, but but does the budget warrant it? And you know, if they got to get something out at a certain time and they just run out of money, I mean, you know, it happens in many many movies. You know, they 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 have ideas but they can't do them because they don't have the money. You know, they don't have the time, and so this that could be simply what's happening here. But um, anyways, um, let's 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 start talking about it. Um, I think that we have the opening scene where Max is sitting in the car. Her mother's doing a an audition. This is uh, who cares about this man. (laughs) This is but this is an important. I I know we see the trailer for her movie. And I think that's yeah, the she's most watching. Yeah, part, Max is right? watching. Yeah, Max is watching it and, on her phone. Uh, and for like a daughter who's who knows her mom does not like like this movie. Like, why would you be watching a trailer for it? Except for showing the audience. Oh, yeah, she was in this movie. Let's have fun. Let's have yeah. a fun bit here. This doesn't camp. really make contacts with Max, honestly. But, you know, we see the trailer for the movie that her mom was in. Her mom doesn't like that movie. Then, oh, yeah. And then we find out mom. Uh, the mom is really great. She's a great mom. She's so great that she'll throw like very important bills out of the car door because Max is, you know, takes care of very the bills. Res- apparently, yeah, she's very, very um, responsible. But you this know, is like so cheesy and cringy for me. I can't watch. Uh, this. See, I don't have I a don't problem. Like this I don't have a problem with this scene. It, it gives us, you know, we see that we see the trailer. You know, she she you know um, didn't get uh, the job, uh, the the acting gig that she uh, auditioned for. She's been in the what business I, for like twenty years. Her her career's oh, on actually, a decline. I would say thirty ish. Um, because because Camp Bloodbath was supposed to be nineteen eighty six, and I think this. You know, let's just say it was current, which would be two thousand fifteen. So thirty years ish. Well, what I thought was funny is on the. Um, but remember, it's also three years prior to that because oh, if that's the movie true. is concurrent, then yeah. three years you're, later. You're, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's so, not hugely so, important. So 25, 27 years, she's been in the business. What I, what I thought was cool is, is Max is looking at like her little headshot and she flips it over and it lists all the movies and TV shows she's been in. What I, you know, you miss it cause it's really quick. So what I did is I rewinded it and I paused it just to see what movies it said. And one of them was chopping mall, which I thought was hilarious. Cause that was an actual slasher movie from 1986, which would have been the same time that bloodbath was made. You know, so it was an actual movie. I thought that was a cool little, you know, let's insert that in there. But, you know, if you don't pause it or read really fast, you're going to miss it. But um, so she she audition doesn't go well. She says something about it. Yeah, they only remembered. They only reminded me, you know, or remembered me from. um uh, from you that know, one from, movie. from Camp Bloodbath, yeah. but I love I love she says something about you know uh, uh, don't don't ever you don't ever do a, a slasher film or something like that um, if you ever become an actor or something and she and I think she's something I wouldn't be caught dead doing one of those but here you know here we are doing this kind of horror movie I thought I always, that was cool. I always feel bad for actors like when there's like a meta commentary on the nature of movies and being an actor and they're always like oh I would never be an actor or I would never do a slasher movie. But that's what the actors are doing. And I'm like, why are you sla- why are the actors like kind of like almost slamming themselves? This is supposed to be a joke, but it doesn't feel like a joke to me. And I'm like, oh, I mean, is anyone having fun saying that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, anyway, that happens. Um, and then the mom dies because they get into a car crash and they, then we get a flash yeah. forward. Yeah. Um, you know, she's living with her aunts and then we get to meet um, 
uh, what's her character's uh, name? Max's, uh, Max's friends. So that's Aaliyah Shockhead, and she plays Gertie. Is that Gertie? Gertie. Yeah. Terrible name. <laughs> Terrible name. Um, for like a pretty cool <laughs> character, all things considered. Um, even though that she's underwritten in this movie. Yeah. Um, and, and then we meet Chris and they're at what, I, I don't know, at a diner because because Max is failing her. You know, she's doing terrible at school. It's the anniversary of her mom's death, the 30 year anniversary. Well, I think it's like the is it is that the same day in the, yeah. the, the film is that night? Yeah, I think so. Whatever. I think so. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. yeah. And Dun- uh, Duncan is the stepsister for Elias Shockett, uh, Gertie. Stepbrother. What did I say? Stepsister. Step-sister yeah. It's okay. We I know Duncan's it. a guy. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. As he played is. by Thomas Middleditch. He's like, hey, Max, I know your mom's dead, but she's in this movie. <laughs> so can you please show up to that? And he somehow knows it's the anniversary of the mom's death, too. You're like, oh, sorry, man. Um, also, what a shitty time to have, like, a reunion. I guess it's a celebration, but then you're inviting the person to come back. I don't know. There's a bunch of weird That's stuff going of, on. Yeah, yeah. You know, for her, it's still raw. Everyone else is like, you know, perfect time to celebrate her de- her, her well, passing. I, I don't know if it's everyone. It's really just Duncan's character. You know, he's part of this fan club. You know, he can't bloodbath is a classic slasher. So, you know, we're doing the screening. Can you come? You know, and then I think he bribes her by doing what all her homework for the rest of the year or something. Papers, homework or something. I don't know. Yep. She accepts because, you know, she doesn't care about learning, apparently. Um, and then. You know, cut two, we're at the the premiere. Hey, Chris showed up because Chris, you know, he has a crush on Max. Max has a crush on her. Cool. Um, also Gertie shows up. Chris's ex-girlfriend, uh, who is what's her name? It's Nina uh Dobrev. Oh, Vicky. Vicky shows up, she shows up with another guy. The guy is just, you know, arm dressing. He's out of the picture really fast. Really fast. Yeah. You know, and then they're all here at the screening. The movie starts. We get to see a little bit more of the movie. And this fake movie is actually pretty fun. I kind of wish we got to see more of it. It it is pretty fun. Adam Devine is fucking great as like (laughs) this douchey camp counselor. He just wants to fuck everybody. What's that? What's the line? I'm a a cherry thief. (laughs) No, I actually love his reading of, uh, hey, guys, we're here or whatever the fuck he says. I don't know. He's great. He's got that little doofy. Uh, he's got that little cheesy tattoo on his arm. Well, what is that? Oh, it's a cherry, you know, because because I'm a cherry thief. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's a real cheesy. I could yeah. see that being said in the 80s, you know. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there's a fire that happens in the in the movie theater. And then, hey, they're trying to escape. So, you know, we all know that uh, behind the projector screen. Or the whatever you call the it. The big screen, yeah. There's space behind it, so let's escape through that way. What they didn't expect well, was... Well, there was supposed to be a door. Right. What, you know, what they didn't expect was a, a magical portal to movie land, a la, like, uh, Wizard yeah. of Oz. So that happens. They wake up in the movie, essentially. They're in the woods. In they the don't woods. know yet. But yeah. then the movie opens with uh, one of those, like, Beatles vans you know what i'm talking about yeah the volkswagen yeah there, thank volkswagen you volkswagen bus dude volkswagen i love bus. those are cool yeah. i like those too um they see that they they're just they're, they're, they're stuck here 92 minutes passes they see it again they're really stupid um Dun- yet, duncan's getting this though he, yeah duncan's smart he's a great character to have throughout <laughs> the entire movie uh 92 minutes passes again and then duncan's like okay i got a plan let's hitch with these guys i think we have to be we have to follow the movie also he's just a huge fan he wants to see it from, like <laughs> yeah. a, you know, like he wants to be part of the action. 
So, you know, they hop in, they meet the characters. Max has a reunion with her mom, whatever. Let's just get the movie going because it's not very fun for me. And then we get to um, the camp and we see all the characters now. We, what, what is this? Camp Blue Finch or something? I'll be honest. Camp, that's kind of a. Do you I, like that name? Did I you don't like, care. Yeah. It's well, whatever. I just thought it could Give me like a, a sleepaway camp, you know? Yeah, it could have been like a cooler name. Camp Blue Finch. I don't know. It just was like a lost opportunity. Maybe there. it's some like super and like deep cut inside joke that I don't get. Maybe. It's possible I didn't look that up, so yeah, it's possible. But yeah, they get to they get to the camp. It's a cool it's a cool looking camp. I, you know, they got the elevated uh, cabins. I, shit, I'd like to go and check that out. You know, too bad the movie doesn't really do that. You know, we yeah. we kind of only see a few parts of the the camp and only like a couple in, in, in doors. Yeah, stuff. that's true. Um, but some of the, the characters are, are so funny though. I mean, the, the yeah, and I wish the movie spent way more time with them. <laughs> Um, so we get to meet, we get to talk more with Adam Devine's character. Well, it's a character's name, Kurt. Yeah. Kurt. Um, we get to see more of Tina, Paula, Blake, I believe, you Who's know, Paula, Paula is Chloe. Oh yeah. We don't see her for a while, but that's the one you're supposed to kill. Oh, she's the bad girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's the supposed virgin who who's so, who's the final girl in the actual movie yeah, who kills. Don't see her for a bit, what's but. the what's the what's the the Jason Voorhees guy? Is is it something like Billy Murphy or something like that? It's definitely Billy something. Yeah, I think it's Billy Murphy. I, I don't know. That's it just, is Billy Murphy. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so so we get to see all these characters, and when the the real characters are talking to the movie characters, that's when the movie's good for me. Like I'm having fun with this. Thomas Middleditch yeah. and Adam Devine are super funny. <laughs> I want a whole movie of that. um you know like basically when they're interacting with these movie characters and they know their movie characters but they don't the movie characters don't know their real character they just think they're the movie characters you have like a setup for a lot of fun stuff and uh, admittedly the movie does do a pretty good job with this and i wish there was more of it you know i just kind of like this layer of these characters do not yet know their movie characters they will eventually know their movie characters yeah how do we have fun on both sides of that and they have fun here and they have a little fun later on. It's not as much fun as I would like them to have, but at least it's kind of here. Um, so this is cool for me. Um, and uh, I think, you know, they, they want to escape. They want to just drive off and see if they go back to because they're just not sure if they're like in the movie or yeah. if they're like in essentially like essentially like a, a different universe where this movie took place. So if they left the set, quote unquote, would yeah. they find their own yeah, houses they, and all that? Be, yeah. So they try to drive off. Kurt's a huge douchebag, so he throws the keys, and they're trying to find the keys <laughs> into the into the uh, into the forest or whatever. They yeah. can't find it into the woods. Yeah, they can't find the keys. But this is where the first murder takes place. Duncan, huge what? fan that he is, wants yeah. to watch it. What what character is this? Is this? It's it's like we'll just say like some unnamed character because I, they're only. I, here. I know there's a name, but I is just can't Mimi? remember. Mimi. I can't remember her name, but yeah. So she's she's out there. What was she know. out there doing? Picking strawberries or something? Then she comes across a a random hiker, and you know, he's it, a hunky hiker, does yeah, a hunky hiker. Yeah, that's what he's labeled as. In oh, the credits. He, in the credits, he's the hunky well, hiker. At least on I on Wiki, he's uh, he's hunky hiker. <laughs> so yeah, Reginald so there, so yeah, so so Duncan wants to check this out because he knows that you know, uh, um, you know, there, there's going to be a kill coming. So and what I would have loved to see here is like you know, like we see this in like scary movie. You know, where like um I forget her name, but who's that who's the woman who plays um uh, who in, a role in all of the scary movies? Oh, um 
She was also had her own TV oh, show for a gosh, bit. Gosh damn it. I uh, can't think of her name right now. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Um, like she looks out the window and she sees like the scream guy. Yeah. And yeah. then she looks at, she looks away and then she looks back, but the scream guy's still, still there. But I think like he's trying to like get off a screen to be spooky. Yeah. I wanted to see that here where, cause like Billy is there, then he's not there, but I really wanted them to like, See him like ducking behind a tree or something. But we don't <laughs> no, see that. I don't think I would have liked that. I don't. I think I would have taken away from it because then it, then it becomes. But that's too... what this movie's trying to do. No, I know, but I think that 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 seems like that takes it to a different level. And I think I think you cross a line there. And, and I'm glad that wasn't the case here. But another another thing is is that the movies movies cut, you know, between like different shots. So if movies are gonna cut from like him being there and not being there, I wish there was almost like this time cut. For the other characters too, but that doesn't happen either. So there's like, like weird filmic techniques, like you know, cutting or you know, like slow motion. They fuck with like slow motion yeah, happens, yeah. and it's, it's slow motion for them. But when a movie cuts, it doesn't do anything for some reason. So there's like the movies, like like we don't know quite yet, but the movie's not even following its own rules necessarily. Um, but yeah, so that girl dies. The the guy dies. The girl dies. And then Duncan's like, oh yeah. This guy doesn't know we're part of the movie or not part of the movie. So, so we're okay. Yeah. And then it turns out that it, that's not okay. <laughs> He's doing a selfie. <laughs> which was awesome. That was really um, cool. I mean, because we have, because the Billy Murphy character, okay, he is a ripoff of Jason Voorhees. He's a big towering character. With a mask. With a mask. A machete. Like, yeah. And machete. A machete. Uh, you know. Uh, and he's got this. What kind of mask is this? This is like it's some a tiki mask. Tiki mask, because I mean, obviously, it's not going to be a hockey mask, because then you know. But I mean, come on. It, the reality is, it's look. This is this is supposed to be a. Uh, we know, live a, in a world where Jason Voorhees doesn't exist, but Billy Murphy does. Yes, so Billy yeah. would be our Jason. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and so yeah, he's this big hulking character, and you know, I mean, doesn't say anything. He just you know does the same thing as Jason does. Can't you know, kill him, basically. No, you you know no matter what you do, you, you just yeah. slow him down. You, yeah, you just slow him down. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's you know uh, he kills the two. You know, I think he twists the dude's uh, head. You know, uh, right? I don't know. I yeah, think. dude, I just I skimmed the details, but I said, that. hey man, if we're gonna be talking about horror, we got to talk about the deaths. And there's not a I don't know. There's the a few dude of them. Gets his neck snapped. Whatever. That's twist, twist a billion around. times. It doesn't bro. matter. Um, she gets what happens to her. I don't even remember. I dude. think he probably like I don't know. I know he throws her. I don't. I remember, I remember that. I know she throws her too. Yeah, I don't remember what else. Shit, uh, whatever. Yeah, but see, you don't even I know. remember, dude. <laughs> I know. Shut up. Um, um, so like, and then Duncan is just like, kind of like, well, perfect opportunity to get a selfie, like within this film, film, which honestly would be kind of crazy, right? Um, just because now you have physical evidence that you were somehow in the movie with, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, but he gets like, he uh, Billy Murphy doesn't kill him. Then he walks off a screen. He's like, oh, I'm safe, and then. Throws the machete at Duncan, and then yeah, Duncan gets killed. Yeah, in in air quotes, you know. And yeah. this is the biggest travesty in the film. Duncan is the best. You should not be killing off Duncan. Like I feel like even the writers knew Duncan was the best because he shows up just to die again later on in the movie. <laughs> you know, you have to keep the fan, the, the like the fanboy character who knows everything at least for most of it. They even did that in Scream, yeah. where what's what's his face is. This is how horror movies work. 
And this is what's going to happen at this specific time. Yeah, Jamie something another. I yeah, know. Jamie. I forget his name. He had his I own TV show. Yeah. yeah. I, does anyone ever see him anymore? I think he was in like Tremors Twelve or something. I think I saw him in. Oh, know. we should talk about Tremors. By the way, that's a good one. Tremors a good one. Yeah. Um, but he was in like a Tremors Five or Six. J- Jamie Kennedy. Is that sound yeah, right? That's, that's Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Jesus. But you know, like it's you. This has already happened in other movies. You should at least steal from movies where it's worked before. Um, but they killed Duncan. Know, Thomas Middle Dish is basically out of the rest of the movie. Maybe he was on a sucks. tight schedule. Maybe he was doing Sil- Silicon Valley and they're like, hey, we, you, you know, we'll we give you a week or something. Go film your scenes. I don't know. I mean, but he is a he's fantastic in this. Luckily, we still have Adam Devine for most of the movie. Uh, no, not really. Well, at least half an hour. Uh, yeah, we have him for about, yeah, 30 to 45 minutes. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, but yeah, so they. So but I'm yeah, just saying, so, dude, he's your heavy hitter. Like, he's your Rocky in this movie. And you, you don't fucking kill Rocky 30 <laughs> minutes in. So anyway, so they find out they can die in this movie, too. Um, and so they run off. Yeah, luckily, they run back to camp. And this is that scene where yeah. they keep where it's like, you know, they, they run and they go in one direction. And then all of a sudden they come back. It's almost like a, you know, a, a Groundhog Day or something. It's the same scene over Elm Street. uh Elm Street did this in part four. Uh, in part four, they did this scene several times. And, and then they finally realized, holy shit, we're stuck in this loop, you know? Right. And this is really cool. I like I like it when this movie is kind of messing with like, well, only so much of this movie kind of exists on screen. And that's all the, the playground they have. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're stuck there. They yeah. can't get out. And they have to basically play through the movie, survive and kill yeah. Billy Murphy. They don't know how they escape yet. They're hoping maybe Billy is the the answer, killing Billy. Well, I think their idea is to stick with the one girl. I forget like her. Like reach the end of the movie, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, and I think what their idea was, oh, let's stick, let's stick to the side of so-and-so because she's the final girl in the movie. So, you know, we'll be okay if we stick with her. Yeah, you're talking about Paula. Is it Paula? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, in the movie, she's a virgin and, you know. She's the one that drives the Firebird. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's not your typical virgin because she's like a bad girl. She does drugs, but then she's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to save myself for the right guy or whatever. Like real 80s stuff. Um, so yeah, that's their plan. And then they find (laughs) out that, uh, what happens, man? Well, they do the, um, so, so they tell, they tell the counselors, Hey, look, this, this, this is what's going on. And then they have the flashback where, where, uh, Nancy's character, Tells the story of Billy Murphy on 19, I think, what, 57 and what happened. And the counselors played a trick on him. They th- they threw like firecrackers. It's not even the- like a trick. It's just straight up like abuse, you know, yeah. like they just basically set him on fire, like yeah. tiny little explosives all over his body with a firecracker. Yeah. You know? And he, he took like what they I think eight or nine months to recover because of all the burns and, you know, during that time, he had developed this hatred for the counselors. But anyways, Nancy's character is telling the story. So there's the flashback. And then, uh, in the flashback, is is this where um, where they uh, where Gertie, uh, you know, she's watching the flashback and and there's a kill and the blood gets splattered on her face. And so when the flashback ends, everyone the at least the counselors in the movie are staring at her like holy shit what's going on here and then everyone goes crazy and they and they run out of the they run out of the main cabin also like from their perspective it's possible that they just disappeared and repopped into existence you know 
Yeah. I mean, we it's don't possible. know. Like, again, this is like a, a, an idea the movie could have played around with, but it, they don't. Yeah. So, so then they, they run out of the, uh, they run out of the cabin, uh, uh, Kurt, which is, uh, which is, uh, Adam, Adam's character or Adam, you know, Adam's character. And then the, this, 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 uh, the supposed to be the final girl hop in her car and they drive off um because they're like well we're getting the hell out of here and then then uh duncan's oh i'm not dead he's got does he still have the machete stuck in his side no no he doesn't have the machete stuck in his side and they ended up hitting him and killing him and then they uh crash into the um the post you know the post for the sign for the camp and adam you know kurt flies out the he flies out the window dies and then the car explodes and, so, so and, and yeah. paul is dead too and paul, like, yeah so paul's dead and so she's spo- she's dead. yeah she's supposed to be the final girl so okay well plans change now yep and then the second travesty is this film now adam divine is dead and now you've got like the two funniest characters in your horror comedy and they're both like off screen now <laughs> huge bummer um so yeah now now what's the plan how do we get escape this thing we got to kill billy what are we going to do? Let's create a whole bunch of booby traps. Yeah. And this is basically what uh, the remake to, um, what is it, Halloween? With, uh, that's basically like the last film, like the last scene of like ho- the Halloween remake. Like the one that came out oh, a couple yeah. years ago that, uh, with uh, yeah, Lori. With, yeah. And just having a whole bunch of traps in her house. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Where, kind like, of. Lori learned her experiences. Well, I mean, you know. Then, or like, you know, like. Again, if I was in a horror movie and, you know, I had time to repair, I'd have all these traps and all this stuff to stop the guy. So that's yeah. basically what they're doing here. I mean, they did they did booby traps in Elm Street. I mean, I, Nancy or Heather Langenkamp did the still trying to figure that one out, how she she prepared all these booby traps in like 20 minutes. But whatever, we can talk about it another time. But, yeah, you know, booby traps, you know, uh, I don't know, arrows and and deer horns. Like the, and, the plan is to get them stuck on the door. Get him caught in a bear trap, light him on fire with arrows, slash blow him up, and then hopefully during one of those opportunities, kill him with his machete. Because the only way you can kill him, supposedly, you know, according to Duncan, is using or someone yeah, using the machete. Probably Duncan said it. Yeah, you know. machete, machete, whatever. Machete. Um, uh, so that's the plan. They do all the prep work. And again, you know, Edgar Wright, I'm I'm a broken record at this point, but man, is he good at doing that stuff? He's really and this good movie at that. is just kinda like uh just kinda going through the motions. And then it's getting interrupted with like, oh yeah, uh, Max and Nancy are huge friends and but Max can't like tell her that's her mom because she doesn't know what would happen. So she has to like skirt around the issue and just say they're best friends. And even though they've only <laughs> known each other for like an hour, that she basically <laughs> is in love with her. It's true. You know, like I'm like, dude, just Let's move on. I don't want to watch this. I get it. Um, you know, we're like taking away the pacing of the movie now. Um, but that's eventually over after like five minutes. And then we're back to like the, the trap stuff. Yeah. And during all this time, like it's, you know, they're basically keeping the actors or, you know, I'm sorry, the, the movie characters from like engaging in sex or sex acts. So no stripping, no actual sex, no making out, none of that stuff. Yeah, because if they do, Billy will come. Yeah, they're afraid of summoning Billy. And that's a funny idea. So like Tina, who's like, you know, like the sexy ditzy character, like they, they cover up and like <laughs> oven, oven mitts oven. and 
a, a sweater and on top of the sweater there's like a life jacket they tape the oven mitts to her just totally stopping yeah, her they, from anything they, yeah they duct tape it yeah yeah you know like like the person who play the person who plays tina angela trimber she's fucking awesome in this she's really good like at this. Yeah. like for the heavy hitters for me thomas metal ditch adam divine angela trimber Everyone else is just kind of like, okay, Allie, a shortcut. If she had more like stuff to play with, Look, she man, would have been really great. Too, I liked but... every, I liked everyone. I liked, I, know. I liked all the actors in this. I liked all the characters. I just thought it all worked really well. Um, you know, so, so their idea is, yeah, you know, we'll, once we get all the booby traps done and we're ready to roll, we're going to unleash Tina and let her do her sexy dance, which was not sexy at all. Because she was, she was like what a was bunch she of Adderall. Yeah. That she had got from Vicky. Is that her name? Vicky? Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't really talked about her a lot. She just is kind of that, you know, that kind of bitchy. She's a person who would like be the first or second person to die in a typical horror movie. Yes. You know? Yes. Like she's just like in the kind of stuck up to yeah. the actual protagonist. Yeah. I'm rich, stuck up. I'm better than you. Blah, blah, blah. Used to be you friends know? with Max. It's not too important. You know? Yeah. That's why it, we it, haven't really that, talked about it's it. It's true. It's true. But yeah, she has that prescription. What was it? Adderall or something? Adderall. Yeah. So, 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 uh, so uh, Tina takes what? I don't know. She said like 30 of them. So well, she's, she, it was three, then it was 10, then it was 30. Like she took a lot. <laughs> she took a lot, but she does her, she does her sexy dance when they're now ready to unleash all these, you know, all these traps that they're going to set on to Billy. And so she does her sexy dance, but it's really, like I said, it could have been a lot sexier. Like the dance, like we, we mentioned cabin in the woods. That was a sexy dance. It wasn't even the dance that did it. It was just, you know, she flashes her boobs, her and then boobies. Yeah. Then Billy's there. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then she, Whenever Billy pops up, you know, you get the sting, the, thing, yeah, you know? again, rip off of you right. know, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, t- it just took a little flash of boobies to get her there. Yeah. And but then she, met, or he, and he there and now he's there. And then she, she freaks out. So she doesn't stick with the plan. Yeah. She freaks out, which she's is also which like is, drugged on 30 yes. freaking pills. And yeah, it's scary because she might die. She knows she has died. She's supposed to die. So she tries to run away. Trips and trips over one of the traps <laughs> and her head lands in the bear trap and presumably decapitating her or at least breaking her neck. We don't really see it. Now we know she's dead. I kind of feel like that was the good call. Like Tina doesn't need a gruesome death because Tina's actually pretty cool in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm glad we don't like she dies in a super gruesome way, but we don't really see it. And that's respectful to Tina, who's like the yeah. third best character in this movie. Yeah. And then we get um, we get uh, Gertie and the other I forget the other camp counselor's name, but he comes down to check on to check on Billy because now they, they've done a booby trap. Billy gets. Uh, thrown against the door, which he gets impaled onto all the um, uh, the the deer, all the deer horns or antlers, and so of course we know he's not dead, but you know he's going to go check on him, and then he gets uh, he gets I think uh, the machete through the uh, stomach or chest. Like the right call here would be like, why don't you have like an axe or something so where you can just chop his hand off and then pry away the machete that way? You know, like you're going to already have him. The plan is to have him on the door of the bear trap. Why not have some way to get the machete out of his hand and see now I'm doing what the movie should be doing, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, or the movie's <laughs> trying to do like, I'm thinking of ways. So how do you tackle this guy? Well, we're not going to pry it out of him. We know we, he can't die without the machete. How do we get the machete out? We lasso it. We cut off his hand. You know, we do some weird, we get a giant magnet. I don't know. It worked in Breaking Bad. Why can't it work here? Giant magnet. Like anything, dude. It's a movie. <laughs> anything can happen. It's um, like fucking Roadrunner shit going on here. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I don't know. Like, I don't yeah, know. Like, don't again, know. like, again, most of this movie kind of works for me, but it's like, well, I mean, yeah. I could have gone a little bit further on it. Yeah. Um, but he dies because, you know, two minutes earlier he kissed Gertie. So he dies. And, and it then, also like dooms Gertie. Right. But yeah. like the movie isn't very clear. We know these characters have all had sex besides Max. So, and I supposedly Nancy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like, so I guess the fact that they've had sex outside of the movie dooms them. Maybe. We're not super Maybe. clear, but then Maybe. Chris lives. And then it turns out at the end of the movie, they all live. Anyway, we'll talk about it. Yeah, but um, um so. I, but the trap doesn't work. Billy, of course, yeah. you know, Billy escapes the trap. You know, they shoot him with arrows. They light him on fire. They blow him up. During this time, Gertie dies. She gets stabbed. And Vicky dies. Vicky dies because, you know, they sacrifice himself by blowing themselves up with Billy. Slow motion happens. I love this, though. I love this scene. Okay, so rewatching this this is cool man this is some like fucking john carpenter you know synthesizer shit he's you know he there's the explosion and he flies out of the window in this cool slow motion he's on fire i fucking love this scene i this like is it a cool too. scene it's yeah. cool it looks cool it's it awesome. does it really does why can't we have more of this i don't know <laughs> and they're like talking like because it's all slow motion and they're like what's happening you know and they're doing it slow <laughs> i just thought it was really kind of funny yeah. you know um i don't know it's just it's just it's just a cool idea um and so uh you know billy flies out of the you know house he's not dead of course because he's not gonna die and he chases them and and uh i i think they do some cool scene with like a you know they're getting ready to get killed and, oh do a flashback really fast you know and so they flash back that's and, a good you know, idea it also, is so like why not go to the flashback and try to save billy from getting you know like bombed in the first place right why wouldn't you try i was that? thinking that why why wouldn't you you go back twice the second time first time <laughs> it's like okay i don't know what's happening second time is We've already exhausted all our options trying to kill Billy. Let's try to save Billy. What yeah. the fuck? Please try that. Then all this doesn't happen. Yeah. You know? And how does the movie grapple with that? With <laughs> this like know. time paradox shit? You know, like, I don't know. That's some, some back to the future shit going exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> and I was actually thinking about back to the future, like while watching this movie. And that's a movie that does like everything right. Oh, my God. And this God. movie only does some things right. And I was like, well, here's another opportunity. It's like, do they not want to explore it because they were lazy? Is that just not the movie they wanted to make? And if it isn't the movie they wanted to make, why would you want to make a movie that's less good than it could be? You know, and that's where this movie isn't working for me because I wanted more. Um, but, you know, they, they, they retreat to the flashback and then they get a little bit of they see, you know, Billy's kind of like hideaway place. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll revisit in a little bit. And then they get out of the flashback and then Chris gets stabbed and then, you know, they they, they run away. Nancy yeah. is carried away by Billy. Chris and Max go to some like abandoned like cabin. The, it's a church. It's a church. Yeah, oh, it looks whatever. like yeah, it looks like a church. Why it look, is that looks there? like old timey church, like that you would see in the Waltons or some shit. I don't know, Little House on the Prairie or sure. something. I don't know. Um, yeah, but she, I mean, so yeah, Chris is dying, and you know, and she's like, you know, he's like, don't leave me, I don't want to die alone, and and Max is like, no one's no one's dying the rest of the night or some shit like that. So she. She goes and, uh, you know, and, and goes and finds uh, Nancy's character uh, at this, I don't know, this cabin. And of course, there's a bunch of dead bodies there. There's a, you know, there's a fight with Billy and Max and, and Nancy. And, you know, so um, I think Max, doesn't Max get, she gets stabbed here, you know? Yep. 
She tries to kick some ass, you know, but I mean, come on, man. Billy's this She's not hulking. the final girl yet. She's not the she final girl yet. superpowers yeah. yet. And come on, man. I mean, he's this big fucking hulking creature, you know, person. So, you know. So, but they escape. They go back to the church. They have another, like, 30-minute scene where, like, uh, Nancy and Max are talking. Max lets up that, oh, you're my mom or whatever. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, we're best friends now. Like, okay, I'll sacrifice myself so you can make it out alive, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. All right, let's just get to the good stuff. That happens, and then you know Nancy summons Billy by doing a sexy dance. But I, I like how they brought you know Betty Davis eyes back into it. Didn't you like that? I like this part. Yeah, but it's like you know, like I like the meat in a sandwich. I don't necessarily like the bread. That's just the way to get to the meat. And here it's like, well, <laughs> even the bread isn't enjoyable. Like the texture's all off. It's like wet or something. <laughs> so it's soggy bread. Is yeah, the bread exactly. soggy? Yeah. But you know, the actual dance, summoning Billy, her sacrificing herself, that's all cool. I like that. Uh, and then yeah. now she's the final girl, Max. So now she becomes Superman and she's able to go toe to toe with uh, Billy. And yeah, yeah, they have a fight scene. It's all right. <laughs> and then yeah, she some, eventually some like cool the, stuff, some cool, you know, stuff they ripped off from other scenes, some Matrix, you know, where yeah. she slides on the grass and the and the knife goes over her head and. This you doesn't know, entirely work for me. It's okay. I don't I don't mind this at all because I again I like I like everything that's happening here, you know. It's just um, like it's, it's, it's like cheesy. It's fun for this, but this but we've already established I like cheesy and campy. I this is right up my alley. I love all of this. This is this is cool. I'm having a good time with this. She she chops off his head. I was really cuz like Duncan describes earlier in the movie like in like a funny way, like, yeah, this is how he dies. Like he tries to stop the machete, cuts off like his part of his hand. Then the machete goes through his face. Cop cuts off like half his face at like an angle. And then, you know, Paula, the original final girl was supposed to like punch him. You oh, know? yeah. Punch the machete up or something like that. Up. I thought it was just like punching her hand through like a decapitated head or something oh, to pop I, it off. Maybe. I don't It's not important. But I was really hoping that would come into play. But it's like they didn't do that. I was like, OK, why do you set it up then? But I mean, she but, just chops off yeah. the head. She chops and off. It, yeah, she. I mean, she stabs. But him like the way yeah. Duncan described it, does it not sound cooler than just chopping off the head? Yeah. So it's like it why describe it in such a funny way, drawing attention to it, and but, then not do it. But but see, but because she, you know she wasn't originally the final girl, so because she, she, now that it's a different final girl, that's than a the, cop out. Bro. Then the death would the death would change. You know, nah, dude. <laughs> so anyway, she kills him. Hey, the movie's over. We did it. You know, we lost most of the cast, but hey, we're still alive. And so the movie ends. We see the credits. Uh, the, I like that part, though, right? Yeah, it's you like know? a real like gremlins moment where like the real just kind of stops existing and they're like in a white space almost, you know, like, oh, yeah, there's no more film. Right. Then they pass out Chris and Max and they wake up in a hospital bed. And hey, everyone's alive. Everyone's still. everyone's alive. They're we back got, to the Who world. do we have? We have Gertie and we have uh, Duncan and, and we have. Uh, we basically uh, Vicky, have, and we have all Vicky. the real people. Yeah, right? all the, yeah, all the five. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> Duncan is like stabbed, so it's like, and yeah. she still has the bracelet that the mom gave her in in a previous scene. So it's like, okay, well that happened. It wasn't like all well, a collective dream or something. You know, there's damage to, sh- to prove it. Let me find out. Yeah, it's that. not the real world. It's not the real world. It's, uh, it's a sequel. Yep, it's in- it's it's what's uh, Camp Bloodbath Two. What was it called? Summer. 
something. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, Camp Bloodbath Two: Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer. That's a good, good title. <laughs> which is a which is a total fucking eighty song by by what is it? Is it Bananarama? Which oh, yeah. you know in, from Karate Kid. I love that song. But um, so yeah, and then yeah, we, we so even have a sequel for like this own movie. Like if we yeah, wanted to do that. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. It's cool. It's what fun. I, it's you what know I, what I don't get is the rules of the universe. Like, why is this happening? <laughs> I kind of want to know. I kind of wanted yeah. it to be resolved. Is Nancy in this movie because she's supposed to have died in the first movie? So I would. So I don't, that means no mom stuff here. Like so. No, like, because I don't think she was in the sequel. No, she wasn't because she died in the first one. Yeah, so she wasn't in the sequel. So she's yeah, she's she's gone. So yeah. So like, what happens here is it's just supposed to just be a cool ending, like. I don't know. I think so. I think that's really it. It's like, hey, you know, it's not over. They're in the sequel and we're going to end it. And if there was a sequel to this, like Thomas Middleditch has to survive the entire movie, man. Yeah, well, Easy. first of all, we know he, he wouldn't do do a Final Girls 2 and either would uh, probably Adam. Actually, most of them probably wouldn't because they've gone on to do bigger and better things. I, again, I like this movie a lot. So, you know, but it again, I don't know if you checked to see what the budget was. The budget couldn't have been big on this thing. It was four and a half million dollars. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Some of these actors are huge now. They would they would warrant even, that payday. Even Thomas you know? Middleditch a year later would have been too expensive, probably. Exactly. Exactly. And and by this time Workaholics has been out for a while, I think, or maybe Maybe not a while, maybe a couple seasons of that, but he's done other movies. And no, dude, Workaholics has been around for a very long time, even when this movie came out. It, it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, you know, so again, um, I, I'm cool with no sequel. Um, you know, I, I, I like this movie a lot. I've, I've said this several times uh, during this episode. Um, it's fun for me. The only thing I would change, which I said earlier, a few less scenes of, of the mom and um, and Max, and then more of the, you know, the the tropey stuff, the more cliche stuff that we see in all these, especially eighty slashers. That would have been really cool, um, you know. But as a whole, I enjoy this movie. This is the third time I've seen it. I, I like it. I like it a lot, and I would definitely recommend it to anyone. You know. Yeah, I'd recommend most of this movie. I can't all of it. I can't give it a hard recommendation. Um, you know, if you needed a you know, we live in pretty confusing times now. This wouldn't be like, just watch The Sopranos or something. That would be my first go to. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, watch Breaking Bad. If you haven't seen Better Call Saul, watch that. <laughs> want to check out something that's airing right now, watch Devs. I don't know. There's Want to watch a comedy, watch like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Parks and Rec or something. Like, there's so many things I would recommend over The Final Girls, even if you just wanted like a quick 90-minute snack over this movie. But, you know, it's fine. Like, it has a great premise. It's mostly good. Um, it just doesn't it's, reach its potential that I know is there. Sure. I know? mean, I, I can't, I can't argue completely with that. It's fun. I don't have to think too much. It's like I said, it's campy. It's cheesy. It's supposed to be all of those things. And I love all of those things. Um, so, you know, I, I would say, I would say, check it out, you know, especially now since, you know, we're all isolated and, and ain't much to do other than, you know, um, watch TV and movies and other shit like that. So, you know, give it a, give it a watch. Um, anything else? Uh, did we miss anything? Probably, but I'm good, bro. You're good. Yep. Cool. All right. I think that's going to do it. Uh, tune in, uh, next week. I think we're going to be doing uh 2014's good night, mommy. I think that neither of us have seen this. 
I've been wanting to watch this for years. I remember watching the trailer when it came out, and I'm like, I got to check it out, and then I just forgot about it. So this will be good because neither of us have seen it. So uh, anyways, uh, we'll, uh, well, I guess we'll catch you uh, next week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us at both Twitter and Instagram at Ear for Fear. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There you can purchase merch and stay up to date on current episodes as well as news and events. We hope you come back and get an earful. See you soon.